Welcome to The Day Before, a fictionalized audio series influenced by real people during a complex time in modern American life, the 24 hours before LA's COVID-19 stay-at-home order took effect. This virus, since late March, has found a way deep into the crevices of our political divide. This is a crisis, absolutely. But to what end? What are the social ramifications? Then, how about the economical? These things are impossible to know, and just about everyone, even the ones we know most intimately, has a wildly different take. The late afternoon offers a marked shift in the day's hustle and bustle. Before, with its screenwriters and students, lost in the laptop worlds, now we find friends, colleagues, couples. Snacks and a beer slowly take over what was a table motif of electronics and espresso. The setting sun scans a place like an office copy machine. Two pleasant, familiar faces are seated shoulder to shoulder on a sofa. They nibble on hummus, they sip from innately decorated cocktails. Mm, it's just so lush, isn't it? Lush? No, how do you mean? <laughs> I don't know, it's the texture. It's like creamier than the stuff we buy. Mm. Uh, I think it's just the caramelized onions they whipped into it. Well, didn't Jensi say this one has a tar? The gentle jabbing innocuous banter of couples everywhere. Married couple, I should point out. Seven years now, they tell me. The handsome lads before me are the rights. Oh, he's the foodie, our master of ceremonies, what? the right household chef, ladies and gentlemen. No, what? <laughs> no, I just have a lot of tools, you know? Most of them are just kitchen displays. I don't know, I just follow recipes, I cook. Mm -hmm. I am by no means a chef. He's absolutely right, he's no chef at all. His I... culinary is terrible, <laughs> terrible, I say. Foul! Shut up. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here, stuffing down all the calories I can. Oh, how I love you. And I love you. But you suck. <laughs> and like most young married couples, they disagree. Not the big stuff, but the little things. These get picked apart. I feel this fabric. I think Jeff grabbed this sofa from that place on Sunset. It is new, isn't it? I mean, he swaps furniture so often it's hard to keep track. Yeah, he's probably an early onset hoarder. Uh, more like whatever the opposite of a hoarder is. <laughs> Squanderer? Wastrel? <laughs> Never been an ace at Scrabble. <laughs> well, that's for sure. <laughs> Jeff is the owner of the cafe and a friend at the sounds. It's stiff, can't be good on the spine. It's a mid-century design knockoff for sure. It's just kind of how they were. Hmm. Optical appeal over physical comfort. Duh. He's a doctor, a surgeon in fact. His not chef husband owns an interior design business. I've offered to help theme the place, like really ground it. I, I wish you'd just lay off him. What? It's perfect, just the way it is. Rigid furniture and all. Okay, it's his vibe, I guess. Mishmash, kind of messy boho aesthetic. I don't know what that means. Again, terrible at Scrabble. The benevolent doctor here does that when he doesn't want to agree with mm. me. Jeff, yes, he has a knack for sure. I just think he needs to do stuff more in line with all this natural light that he gets. Oh shoot, so sorry. Need to fire off a quick email. Be right back. I mentioned the prospect of shelter in place. 
He tells me his business has spiked 300% in the last few weeks. Whew, it's almost impossible to keep up with. I'm having to decline work, which is a first. Uh, what are people wanting? What are they doing? <laughs> That's just it. They have zero clue. They want coziness. And though I mostly do interiors, I've been helping a ton with back patios, verandas. Hmm. Sounds like your clientele's thinking long haul here. So I deal with industry execs, entertainment types, people whose businesses have already seen the need to keep employees and decision makers at home safe. A lot of them work for publicly traded companies and something like an office outbreak could cripple them. Hmm. Or so I'm told. So interesting to me how some people view this event. You know, there's a global pandemic coming right at us. And, and all... people want to make sure that they're equipped to weather a storm. Is it really that odd of a hey, thing for you? I'm not knocking it. But like you said, we've got a windfall in our favor right now. Cha-ching, baby. Okay, keep up that sardonic tone and you'll be sleeping out on our veranda. Mm, no chance. Feng Shui out there is totally off. I wouldn't sleep a wink. <laughs> Anyhow, it won't last this little jump in business. Like, what does everything even look like in a month? Heaven forbid this stay-at-home prospect becomes real and drags itself on for that long. It will. Many months. Many, 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 many moons. And that's a marvelous outlook. So this business I've been building, my life's passion, all of that just goes away? Poof? And for what? Why? Okay, we've talked about this, love, okay? It's a foolhardy take. Shutting it all down when the CDC says so is all we can do to slow the spread. He downs his cocktail. The doctor, I've noticed, has barely touched his. Do you think this place survives? Well, I try not to speculate, but these data sets are concrete. I mean, the papers, the medical journals I'm reading every day, these are inarguable. It's going to be an uncomfortable period for everyone. It's just that simple. Oh, and we just run our economy straight into the ground, is that it? I, that's I not... get it. The medical professionals, the science suggests one thing, sure. But have the economists had a chance to weigh in on oh, everything? Oh, yeah, great idea. Let the greediest of the greedy chime in on public health. <laughs> There's no vaccine, no real treatment, right? Your words, and how about the flu? Now there's a real killer. Every oh, single please, year there God, are- God, I cannot handle the flu comparisons. Why? I'm not even gonna dignify the parallels with a medical answer because there's- Because there's a touch of validity to it, that's why. But you know what? I'll leave that argument alone. After all, you're the doctor. I but am. what is it that you told me? Herd immunity is the only likely fix. People are gonna get sick. Mm -hmm. Fact. Listen, these little debates are fine and well, but then people will be dying. It's life and death. Oh, and then you also told me how poverty is one of the biggest markers for health risk. So what, we tell everyone they can't work to just hole up in their homes and they rack up all this debt? Sure, okay. What's your point? You know my point, and I'm making it once again. Why bet it all? Why slam an economy closed when who even knows if it'll make a difference? Because we have to. And there you are. I'm so sorry you have to hear all this, but you know what? I'm kind of glad too. He shuts this kind of conversation down or no. They take a pause and he gulps his drink to cool his nerves, maybe recognizing there's no easy answer to such complex questions. Or maybe they see this isn't the arena to stage such a debate. Not to pry, but you seem affluent enough. Surgeon, business owner. You could weather the storm, as you say. Yes, we could. 
But I worry about our friends and places like this. There's just so much speculation right now. We know what happens when this thing plays out, and, and it will. An overburdened healthcare system already on life support. That's that's where we're already at. So knowing that, there, there's a curve we need to try and stay ahead of, love. Do you worry about your own exposure? He'll say no. But I'm really worried. I mean, all of this scares the hell out of me. Love. But I'm doubling up on my chewable vitamins. We're stocked on Ajax. You know, I think Comrade Trump even said we should be microdosing the stuff. So, you know, a couple dashes in our evening cocktails. Me. Come on. Love. I took an oath that's... No. I get it. It's just... You can't help but hear the emotion that betrays his voice. And maybe it's the drink catching up to him, but the concern is real. No speculating there. There are retired physicians offering their help to hospitals. From general practice to specialists, anything they can do. I still have surgeries, a tough appointment book and all that. But for me, I'm getting back to the basics of general care. And to be candid, this is why I got into medicine to begin with. Helping, saving lives, or comforting those in their last moments. And I will, because I can. And I'm not sure when I missed it, but he's now gripping the doctor's hand tightly, subconsciously or not. Uncertainty really is the thing. For a doctor, a small business owner, this journalist, the spaces and places we've come to take for granted, all of it, uncertain. It was really nice to finally meet yeah, you. Yeah, we've seen you here for, gosh. Years, it seems. Yeah. I'm just really grateful we had the chance to talk. I want to say you've both been coming here as long as I have. <laughs> yeah, well, he actually in. showed me this place. Yeah. Here are two people you can easily see are the best of friends. They disagree about the small stuff. Maybe it's the guiding grounds to their autonomous expression. They probably come out of these spats feeling they learn just a hair more about their partnership. But this topic is a tricky one, and it's anything but small. We offer friendly goodbyes. I thank the doctor for his valiance and wish him well. We hope to see each other here, in this charmed little boho mishmash of a cafe in short time. It may be a foolhardy hope, but hope is the one, maybe only thing we have right now. Thanks for listening to The Day Before. This podcast would not have been possible without the collective talents of an inspired team. This episode was written by Gordon Clark, editing and sound design by John Ciano. Voice talent includes Jeremy Glazer as Mr. Wright, Brant Rottenham as Dr. Wright, Gordon Clark as narrator-journalist, with original music by the superb Joe Levi. Maybe I am just that way in They take a drink. Fuck me. No, they don't. Well, I think it's just the caramelized onions they whipped into Didn't it. Didn't Jensi say this one had sitar? <laughs> we would have no reference for that. No, None no, at no. all. Nope. <laughs> Give me another moment. Let me find an inspiration. <laughs> 
I think you've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll know when I've had enough. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Are we still rolling? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Made the gag reel. <laughs> Heaven forbid this stay-at-home prospect becomes real. Drags its son. Drags. Jurassic. <laughs> it's Jurassic Jurassic Park. itself. Damn it. Okay, I like that take too. Okay. <sighs> Every time we rehearsed it, I was like, "Let me have my damn long sigh." Give me my sigh. I have I'm a just... sigh written in there, and you always run I'm over my long reply. sigh. I'm just responding. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Did you just outside my side? Take my side. <laughs> like a Larry David moment. My sides are real. <laughs>